Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, how are you doing today? I'm excited to be here for another episode, and a lot of you guys have been telling me that you're really excited for the webinar. A lot of people have been reaching out about that, so I just want to start off this episode by saying the webinar is next week, next Wednesday, July 22nd. So if you guys haven't signed up for that or you don't know what I'm talking about, the webinar is on how to not binge and purge, and it's all about how to deal with your urges. So when you have that urgent feeling of wanting to binge or wanting to purge or both, I'm going to teach you how to lean into that emotion, how to feel that emotion without acting upon it, which is going to be really, really valuable for you and recovering and ultimately not binging and purging anymore. And being able to handle your emotions, which is what I'm going to teach you, is an amazing skill for life. Because once you get past binging and purging, there's still a lot of feelings that you have where you don't want to do it things like uh, with procrastination. You still have that feeling of wanting to procrastinate and this webinar will help you too because you'll be able to lean into that feeling and do what you need to do anyway. So you can sign up for that in the link below. Oh, which reminds me, apparently you can only have one link below in the show notes, which is hilarious because I've been putting multiple links in there for months now. However, when I announced the webinar last week, a lot of people (laughs) messaged me and emailed me and they're like, hey, I tried to sign up for the webinar, but there was no link. And so I looked at the show notes in iTunes and all the links that I have been putting down there have just been a complete jumbled up mess. And it only uses the first link that I put in there and then it just meshes them all together. So (laughs) I'm sure you guys have been wondering for a while now what I'm talking about when I say it's in the link below. So If you try to go down to this episode and click the link below, it will take you to the webinar, I promise. Second, there will be another interview coming out tomorrow. I'm super excited about that one. I don't want to give away who it is yet, but it's a very informative person and it's going to be focused on binge eating and how to deal with that. So stay tuned. You guys really loved the first interview with Eleni. I'm going to try to keep on bringing those interviews out as often as I can. And they'll just be bonus episodes that come out during the weekend. And having a little extra support never hurt anyone. So stay tuned for that. Okay, now for the topic of today. I've been getting a lot of requests to talk about this subject, and I wanted to read a direct message, uh, kind of review that I got from someone that directly addressed the subject. I won't say their name, obviously, because I want all reviews to be anonymous and protect people's privacy. Here's what they said. Thank you for your podcast. They uplift me. I have suffered for over 33 years on and off pretending life is good. It's nice to hear your ways to recover. The biggest thing I have learned from you is self-respect for myself. I always think I'm better as I can go months, but life gets to me and it comes right back. Scales are my worst thing. They set me back. Either they make me sad or even overeat as they say I'm lighter. Could you do a podcast on scales and the damage they do? Thank you for all that you do. So thank you to that person for the review. It was so kind. And also... Every time I get these messages, I am just humbled, honored, and astonished. It feels so good that what I'm doing is helping people. It reminds me of why I'm doing what I'm doing, and I'm so happy that this podcast is there for this person. 
but I can completely relate to how she feels about the scale. I would torture myself with my scale. If my weight was down, it would be a good day. But often, I would use the fact that my weight was down to reward myself with food and end up making my weight go right back up. I would use the number as some sort of evidence that, oh, I can I can eat a bit more, or I would just kind of maybe sabotage myself and fail ahead of time. But if my weight was up, I would be depressed. My mind would be clouded of thoughts of how fat and disgusting it was the whole day. I would avoid looking in the mirror that day. And if I did, all I could do was look for evidence that I had gained weight. I'm sure a lot of you feel this way too. Maybe you don't even weigh yourself anymore. Maybe you threw out your scale because it upset you too much. I've been there too. Here's what I want to offer you. And I know when I say it, you're going to immediately disagree with me. But give me a chance. The scale and the number that it provides to you is completely neutral. All it is is data. All it tells you is what your entire body mass weighs. And I know you're like, but Jacqueline, it means that I weigh this and that's terrible. I gained two pounds or I gained 20 pounds and I'm so fat and the scale is so upsetting. It means that I failed and that I let myself go and I'm weak. I hear you, but what I'm going to tell you is that the only reason the number on the scale means anything to you is because of the way you think about it. All the scale is before you step on is just a scale. It didn't do anything to you, it just exists to weigh objects. And when you step on the scale, it doesn't read skinny or fat, it doesn't read slacker or winner, and it doesn't read you're worthy or you're not worthy. All it gives you is a number. And with that number, you then attach a thought to it. So let's take my weight for example. Let's say I get on the scale expecting to see 155 pounds, but instead I see 160. I have an option to go into complete meltdown mode and make that mean that I am disgusting and fat and have a horrible day looking for evidence that I'm a failure and maybe even binge and purge that day because what's the point if I think that I am a failure? My other option, which is what I choose to do now, is that when I get on the scale and see 160, I first say, that is my weight. And I do not attach any judgment to that. Sometimes I even say, that is the neutral number of what I weigh. That's all it is, it's just literally my weight. Sometimes negative thoughts can come in, but I choose to disagree with them. And if my goal was weight loss, and you guys know my opinion on weight loss, I don't think it's bad as long as you were doing it from a place of compassion and love, not hatred, then I would think, okay, what happened? I would be curious about the number. I would be like, oh, I was expecting 155. That's kind of weird. I guess maybe I was eating a bit too much, or maybe I'm retaining water for some reason. Have I pooped in a while? Is my period coming up? What happened? I wouldn't judge myself for that number. It's all about your thoughts about that number that's causing you to feel terrible, not the number or the scale. The number is neutral. I don't care how much you weigh, it is always neutral. Even if you want to change that number, it is still not an excuse to mentally abuse yourself or an excuse for you to think you're less of a person. All that number is, is data. Just look at the internet and how many people weigh different things and the body positive movement. I have a few opinions about that movement and I do think obviously everyone should be able to weigh whatever they want to weigh. However, there are so many different people of different body sizes that all love their bodies. It doesn't matter how much they weigh. 
someone can have the exact same weight as you and you think it's bad and that other person thinks it's great and maybe they're the same height and everything you know because certainly my weight is probably more than the average girl just because I'm a bigger girl anyway like my weight's always going to be higher than most other girls and if it's not something's probably wrong with me but let's compare yourself to someone who's the exact same weight as you exact same size but they love their body and they don't mind their weight they are completely confident in their body and you might think how is that possible that I hate my weight so much and yet that other person doesn't care at all and even loves themselves and loves how they look and everything about them. It's because their thoughts are different. They think differently about themselves. They've chosen to make that number mean something else. And I think it's really important to practice owning your weight and the scale. While I don't think it's necessary to weigh, the, weigh yourself every day, and you don't have to, here's what I've been doing. I have been tracking my weight every day since January. On December 31st of this year, I plan to release it to you guys. And I'm doing this not because I'm crazy, but because I want to show you guys how much your weight fluctuates. And also, if you're going to lose weight, I'm a huge believer that it needs to be slow. And while I lost most of my weight already, my trend line is still going down. So I think it will be interesting to show you guys what a super slow weight loss process looks like in numbers. But I also do this to practice my thoughts around the scale. I think it's really important to practice weighing yourself daily, and I'll get into more about whether you should weigh yourself if you're recovering or not, but I weigh myself daily because I am practicing the concept of owning that number and not making it mean anything. Because I used to avoid the scale. And for those of you that are still in recovery, I highly recommend that you do not weigh yourself. You should focus on one thing at a time, and your main priorities should be one, respecting and loving yourself, and two, breaking your habit of binging and purging. Nothing else. Often we try to change everything at once, and that is way too hard. You just have to change one or two things at once, and I do not think for the journey that you have ahead of you that adding the scale into the mix is something that you need to do that's added stress to you. So if you're in recovery, you're still struggling with binging and purging, don't just put the scale away for now, throw it out, doesn't matter. But if you're done with recovery and you have a healthy mindset, meaning you don't beat yourself up, you respect and love yourself, and you are in a good mental place. You've accepted yourself no matter what. But if you're like me and you still wanted to lose weight even after you got to that place, then you can use the scale again. You just have to be very vigilant about not letting this mean anything and not slipping back into a negative mindset. To use the scale, I want you to be 100% in acceptance of yourself before you do this. Because if you get back on there without being committed to loving yourself no matter what, it's not going to be good. You will immediately use this as evidence against you. And let me be clear, you do not need to use the scale at all. I don't think that they're necessary. It's not relevant and it isn't key to weight loss or a healthy, happy life. However, if you are trying to lose weight, it's a great data reference point for you to see if you are moving in the right direction and what's working and what isn't. That is all it is. All the scale tells you is feedback from what's going on inside your body. You could take progress pictures instead or just judge at it by the mirror or use other measurements. It's all up to you. I find that those measurements take longer than just hopping on the scale every morning. But again, you have to be careful of those thoughts around your results. If you find that when you get on the scale, you are having negative thoughts, maybe it's just best to put, put the scale away, throw it out. It doesn't matter, and it's not necessary. 
but I like practicing weighing myself because I'm practicing that mental clarity and I'm practicing power over the scale. It does not change my mood. It does not affect me. I get to decide what I think about the scale. I was talking to my coach at one point about some goals I had, and I was talking to her about self-doubt and how to get past it when I'm trying to take actions toward these goals, because that is a huge struggle of mine. I always set out to have goals, and then the first thought in my mind after I set a goal is, yeah, you probably won't be able to do that. Like, that's uber unlikely. And I've had this all my life. It's just that little troll in the back of my mind. <laughs> uh, no matter what I'm doing, it's always there, trying to shoot me down. And even when I do achieve my goal, it then says, you won't be able to get the next goal, though. Or, you'll mess it up soon. Just wait. Just wait and see. That's that's my troll. <laughs> I call it the negative Nancy troll. And I think that my mind tries to do this as a protective measure. It tries to not get my hopes up because it thinks that it's somehow easier to feel failure when you don't achieve the goal if you don't have your hopes up. But for me, it's a hindrance because it sometimes prevents me from doing things because I fear failure so much and I don't think that I can do it. But I'd rather get my hopes up and have confidence the whole time that it will happen. And even if it doesn't, then I can deal with it then. I'm not afraid of failure and I can deal with the feeling of failure. It makes no sense that we put ourselves through feeling failure the whole way to our goals, even if we haven't even failed. So my coach recommended for me to treat the troll voice of self-doubt like a backseat driver that you can't take seriously. You bring them along for the ride, but you don't agree with anything they say. You almost treat them like a crazy person that you're forced to spend time with. When you're dealing with negative thoughts, it's the exact same thing. Those thoughts aren't you, and they aren't true. No matter what you are doing, whether you are dealing with binging and purging, or you are just going through life, you just have to treat those thoughts for what they are. Irrational, neurological junk. Just old habit thinking that dies hard. Nothing more. Nothing is true in your mind until you choose to make it true. And my coach also helped me realize that we often use our results as evidence of our self-doubt or our negative thinking. Once our weight goes up, then our negative Nancy troll comes out and says, See, I told you so. It's your responsibility to tell that troll, no, this is not what that means. It just means that we made a wrong turn. We are still on our way. I just need to reassess the GPS. That is all that means. Also, something I do every day before I get on the scale is I assess how my body feels before I go on the scale. Now again, you need to be in a good mental state to do this. A lot of you guys are in the state that you look at your body and you hate yourself and you cannot find anything positive to say about your body. I'd recommend that you try to get to a neutral place with your body. Try to look at yourself and say, that is just a body. I'm just a human and I appreciate my body because it lets me live in it every single day. And you can also go back and listen to my episode on body image. That will help you out a lot. But first, you need to get to the place of accepting your body and being in that good place of loving yourself no matter what. Once you're in that stage of loving yourself no matter what, you can assess your body and be a little bit constructive without hating yourself for it. It's all about progress. So what I do every morning before I get on the scale is I decide ahead of time, before that number even pops up, what I think of my body. And oftentimes I like my body, and sometimes I like my body and the scale has gone up because weight fluctuates. 
And I'm always surprised by that. And it's always amazing to me because it's like, I'll look in the mirror and be like, yeah, I'm looking really good today. And then I get on the scale and it's up a few pounds. And I'm like, oh, I, I didn't expect that, but cool. You know, it's like you're building your opinion and then you're just getting the data. And then you can assess it from there. If you can take anything from this, I know I've been rambling a little bit, that number means nothing. It means absolutely nothing until you decide that it means something. And again, you have to be in control of that troll. You can strap it into its back seat and be like, all right, we're gonna, you're coming along for the ride because we can't get rid of you. But we don't agree with what you say. It's like the internet troll that you think is crazy and he's just out to get everyone or she is out just out to get anyone, whatever they are. You don't acknowledge those people. You don't acknowledge trolls. You just don't. And that's what's going on in your head. But so many of us, we just take what those trolls say and we just take it as truth. Every negative thought that comes into your mind, whether it's about the scale or whether it's about your body, you just you just let it come in and you're like, yeah, that's true. Totally true. You never question it. Question those thoughts in your mind. Redecide if they're true or not. And I always recommend that you write these things down and then look at it with a clear mind and really go through and honestly say, is that true? No, it's probably not. There's so many nice things that you can say about yourself. There's so many positive things that you've done in your life that you never, ever acknowledge. And you need to start doing that. And it is your responsibility to do that. Make it non-negotiable. So I hope that that helped you out with the scale. Again, if you're trying to recover right now, I don't recommend you weigh yourself. And I don't think you have to weigh yourself at all. If you're struggling with the scale, it's driving you crazy, throw it out. Um, beat it with a hammer outside on the sidewalk and then throw it out. Whatever you need to do, uh, it's not necessary at all. It's just a data reference point and that's all it is. If you like numbers and you're in a good healthy mindset, totally use the scale. I weigh myself every single day and I'm fine. And my weight doesn't stay the same. It does fluctuate like any other human. Especially right now, my period's coming up. The week before my period, my weight goes up like four pounds. It's crazy. But then it goes away. And it, even if it didn't, whatever. I still love myself. And you have to love yourself no matter what. And that's ultimately, no matter what you do in life, that's the most important thing. So I hope that, I don't know if <laughs> that is what the person that sent me the review was expecting me to say about scales. I feel like most people say, just throw it out, get rid of it. And I understand where they're coming from, but I also think it's really fun to take back control of things. It's empowering to get on the scale and not have it affect your day. And I think all of you, if you can get to that point, that's amazing. That is all I have for you guys today. If you want to get help with your recovery, I am here for you. I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching and multiple coaching sessions per week. We go hard on your mindset. We focus purely on your mindset and habit changing. And we take you through each week focusing on what negative thoughts are in your head, what's going on, and how we can change it. And then Meanwhile, we also try to break your habits, see how what's going on with your binge purge cycle, and assess that. Eventually, I get people to a point where they're no longer struggling with bulimia, and they are living a life far beyond what they could have ever imagined. Because we all know with eating disorders, they take over your life, and then you think that there's nothing more to life. But a lot of my clients are happy, thriving. It's awesome. So if you want to work with me, you can go to bingebakers.com. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I really, again, I'm honored that all of you have been downloading the show, reaching out to me. It's also amazing. Take time to enjoy yourself. I was talking to a client 
um, this week, and she really wasn't focusing on anything that she truly enjoyed. And we got to the root of what she enjoyed, and her face just lit up. And I really want all of you guys to find something that you enjoy that's not food, that's not fitness, that's something purely in your dreams. I want you to indulge in something that you're passionate about. Maybe it's something in the back of your mind that you've never thought possible about it. Dream about it. Spend time thinking about it. Spend time doing something that brings you pure inspiration and joy this weekend. It's so important for you to see that there is a life far beyond bulimia, there's a life far beyond this recovery process, and it is there for you. And the more you visualize a life beyond it, the faster you can embody the person that you're going to become. Alright guys, that is all. And I guess I'll be talking to you guys again this weekend. Stay tuned. Bye.